0: Okay, everybody. Doug Solo in the studio. Um, I want to do a quick podcast about 2006's Apocalypto, a film that maybe you haven't seen or you haven't thought about in a long time that I think deserves some re looking. This is a 2006 film uh, uh, by Mel Gibson, essentially, who wrote, directed, and co produced it. Um, he was also uh, had a writing partner in Farad Safinia. Um, Really starring no one you've ever uh, heard of uh, or or seen in a lot of other films again. Um, in a really different film about Mayan culture in about the year 1500, although the actual year is never given on screen. Um, The movie, from a plot point of view, really has to do with uh, Mayan culture and the Mayan world in Mesoamerica in about the year 1500. The mechanics of the plot deal with um, our introduction to a group of uh, Mayans who live in a village in the jungle, the sacking of their village by Mayan warriors from a much larger city. It's unclear exactly the relationship between their the village and the city. Are these the same group of people? Are these different groups of Mayans? It's never made clear. But nonetheless, the, the Mayan warriors from the city essentially sack the village, capture the males, Uh, have their way with the females as they need to, and then take the men uh, to a large Mayan city for ritual sacrifice. Um, Many of the men from the village uh, are sacrificed. We see this in in an extremely graphic manner. And then much of the remainder of the film deals with the main character's uh, subsequent escape from the Mayan city and his flight back to his village to get back to his very pregnant wife and uh, his uh, young son who are in a lot of danger as well uh, while being pursued by a war party of uh, adult Mayan males. So the mechanics of the plot are actually I think not what makes the movie noteworthy. I mean the movie is noteworthy in a lot of respects. First, the entire film uses Mayan dialogue and to the best of my knowledge this is the only film that I've ever seen that uses Mayan dialogue. Um, On the DVD, you can watch this with or without the subtitles. Obviously, I watched it with, but I went back and watched large segments of it without the subtitles. And much of the movie, you can follow at least the broad strokes of even if you don't don't have the subtitles on. So you can sort of play around with that idea. But again, you have to give them props for making a film completely in Mayan dialogue. Um, and the uh, the one of the overarching themes of the movie is that this is the beginning of the end for the ancient Mesoamericans. Um, the coming of the Conquistadors is shown at the end of the film only briefly, but it is left for the viewer to know and understand that the arrival of the Conquistadors from Spain and Portugal will lead to what can only be called the annihilation of Central and South American uh, Mesoamerican culture. The movie is, I think, most remarkable and most renowned for its unbelievable look and feel um, there's not a lot of movies that can pull off transporting you to another world and another time and another place like Apocalypto does it is essentially akin in my mind to time travel I mean I literally felt like I was seeing something uh, firsthand that had taken place centuries ago uh, there is an enormous cast um, of people who look very genuine and appropriate to the setting um, the villages, the cities, the temples, all of the the settings uh the paintings, the clothing, the piercings I mean every last detail in this film is, is so visually gripping and and stunning, you really cannot take your eyes off of it. Um, there's a lot of visually shocking elements to this movie as well. The jungle, the animals, the danger of just being in the jungle itself, the the incredible violence of the sacking of the village, um, the sacrifices, the sort of um, playful way that the Mayans and the city uh, go about some of their killing of the the captive males brought in from all over the jungle, from various places um it's really really it's it's something to behold that i don't remember seeing violence portrayed like this in other films um <clears throat> a lot of what is shown in the movie is i have read online and uh, read in some books is is somewhat more suggestive of aztecs than mayans but again it's film it's art um and some serious scholars of mesoamerican culture have come down on the movie and said look this is not really a super realistic presentation of Maya Civilization, but again, it's it's art, it's a movie, and I don't know if I fault the filmmakers for uh playing a little bit fast and loose with something that the audience probably doesn't have a lot of knowledge about uh in the first place. The first two thirds of the movie I have to say is really phenomenal. Just completely novel and breathtaking to see. Um I said earlier I just I cannot remember a film like this and I I've looked heavily online to see if there was something just like it, and there really isn't, although it's reminiscent of some films that I'll talk about in a bit. The last third of the movie is a very protracted chase scene that kind of became less and less believable. I found the first two-thirds of the movie extremely believable. Um, You know, the trials that the main character and his colleagues have to undergo are just terrible to behold. You can completely put yourself in their shoes and feel their sort of fear and desperation and the pain of their injuries. The last third of the movie again becomes this long scene where the main character is eluding uh, a war party, um, and it's hard to tell how long that last scene goes on for. I thought it went on for what was supposed to be a few hours. My wife thought it may have spanned as much as two days. It's a little hard to tell because there's so, so many scenes of them running through the jungle, and the main character uh, goes from I thought being a sort of a believable guy to almost too much of a Superman. He survives. Uh, what well, is clearly shown to be a through-and-through through abdominal wound, uh, which would, I would imagine, kill almost any human being. And he manages not just to survive a through-and-through through abdominal wound uh, with a it's a spear or an arrow, I can't remember which, but he's able to sort of run and run and run for miles and fight, um, you know, well-rested uh, well, uh, and well-fed warriors much larger than him. Um, I thought for me that was kind of... The hardest part of the movie was just sort of watching him become Superman and outwit all these warriors one at a time. It was, it was I thought, better earlier in the movie when it was more realistic and, you know, you got a sense of he was more vulnerable. Um, some of the scenes in the movie, again, it's in the jungle, are reminiscent of some of the scenes in Predator of, jung- uh, of the jungle fighting or jungle stalking of prey or trapping someone in the jungle. Um, It also reminded me a little bit, speaking of Mel Gibson, of The Patriot. There's a scene in Mel Gibson's 2000 film The Patriot uh, where uh, Mel essentially single-handedly through his wits and his knowledge of the forest is able to essentially kill a small entire British force single-handedly. I think the movie that it's most similar with in a lot of ways is Dances with Wolves. Uh, Dances with Wolves also succeeds in performing a sort of trick of time travel and transporting you to a time and a place and a culture that has gone from the face of the earth. Um, and also, just like Dances with Wolves, this movie is overshadowed by the coming of the Europeans to the New World, which will lead to what can only be called the decimation of the native culture. Um, uh, Alpha, which we had talked about in a previous podcast, is a, another good representation of sort of uh, ancient peoples. And there's even some some um, some similarity, I thought, to Ben-Hur, where the main character goes from a very, very good situation to a terrible situation at the hands of his enemies and really has to uh, free himself and overcome insurmountable odds and risk death again and again and again to finally become free. Um, And uh, you may or may not have seen it, but there's a 2014 film called The Deadlands about Maori that's also somewhat similar. Again, I think that um, this movie deserves just enormous credit and props for really doing something that is truly daring and original. I imagine when this was pitched to the studios, uh, they probably met it with stunned silence, the idea of doing a -a two-and-a-half-hour movie about uh, ancient Mesoamerican culture in Mayan without any recognizable actors that you've ever seen in any other films, Uh, and yet they pulled it off, and it really is a stunning uh, accomplishment. I'm not really here to talk about um, uh, Mel Gibson in a sort of global sense. Um, Obviously, Mel Gibson's had some real ups and downs in his careers, and he's, he's said and done some really bad things, and I'm certainly not here to be Mel Gibson's apologist. Um, But I would suffice to say that if you could put that aside, um, I know some people don't want to watch Mel Gibson's films anymore because of things he said and done. And I was certainly among those people who was incredibly disappointed by uh, Mel at his worst. But if you can put that aside, the movie is really quite something. Um, Again, this is just a quick podcast on Apocalypto. Apocalypto. you may have never seen this. It did a lot of box office business, but a lot of it was outside of the country. I don't think that most people in America probably didn't see it. Uh, but uh, if you haven't seen this, it's definitely worth a watch. I'm not aware that it's on any streaming services. I actually bought a DVD of it on, uh, uh, on Amazon because I wanted to see it so much based on some clips I'd seen on the internet and I was not disappointed. So definitely uh, one to see if you haven't. Uh, Definitely one of the most visually striking novel, different, creative, and original films I think I've seen in the past uh, 20 years. So definitely give it a shot if you haven't seen it. Thanks. (music) Thanks.